Welcome to the Marvel Sports Worldwide Podcast, where we discuss and analyze your favorite Marvel sports. From JMR Marble League to all go-do tournaments, we'll make sure you never miss the action. All Marble Sports, all the time, right here on the MSW Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Marble Sports Worldwide Podcast. My name is Brendan. And I'm Commander Wolf. And it is Marble League season. As you guys know, my personal favorite part of the Marble Sports calendar year. And we got a lot of tough decisions coming up in the next mm-hmm. couple of weeks as we have to decide upon a fantasy team. The most important decision for a, a Marble Sports fan and a Marble Sports connoisseur like myself and Waff <laughs> in this Marble Sports calendar year. We have to pick five teams, one with a three times uh, multiplier, one with a two times multiplier, three with one times multipliers, that will come together to make the perfect combination of points so that we have the most points possible by the end of Marble League 2021. A lot harder than it sounds. And I got to tell you Mm -hmm. what, this year, based on the way the qualifiers went, based on some past experience that we looked at, based on the lack of some teams, uh, a lack of some teams not qualifying that we would expect to qualify, like Team Galactic, this will be an extremely tough year to pick the right basket of teams to perform Agreed. Um, I will say this. The O'Rangers had an odd, friendly round experience. And we're going to talk about that later on in the show. But I'm going to tell you right now, my biggest problem with the O'Rangers was not Sand Rally. Believe it or not. It was not. Hmm. I did not like Sand Rally. I did not like how they performed there. But believe it or not, my biggest problem was not Sand Rally. So we're going to talk about that. I'm going to reveal what my least favorite O'Rangers moment was in the friendly round. And uh, we're going to give you advice on what teams you should be looking at for your fantasy. Today we're going to look at team, uh, their performance this year in qualifiers and friendly round. And next week, when we bring uh, the good old Bill Frosby back on the show, we're going to look at their performance um, in past years. Putting that all together to come up with our final picks. Um, so this is a good place to come to get advice, to, uh, kind of learn some stats, learn some facts that might guide you on picking your fantasy team this year. Anything to say to that, Waff, before we, uh, get to the news? Uh, no, not much. Uh, like, like you kind of hit everything that really need to be mentioned. Like, I guess, like, I guess to our live listeners, uh, the episode, episode 101 is coming out. I'm just been, it's been busy. It, like, it should be out today. Uh, so just, uh, thanks for your patience on that. The, the news is almost done. I just gotta get the scroll text finished and then I can combine that with the rest of the show and it'll, I'll be up. So yeah, you know, standard, uh, lateness of the, of the podcast at this point. Episode 102 we are on today. Um, it's hard to believe, but. We're still rolling. We're still rolling forward. We're still rolling. Um, uh, yeah. So uh, episode one one, we will we will get that up for sure. 
Uh, big thanks again to Stimp for coming on. Oh my God, that was a great episode. Yes. Love having him on. But we got to get to the news. Johnny Marble has things to say. And when we come back, we're going to wrap up on some emails that we kind of got delayed on. We're going to talk a little mm-hmm. bit of RML and uh, cover the end of that, if you happen to see that, Racing Marble League. We're going to hit you with a new segment. And uh, we're probably not going to do trivia today because we have the new segment in place. And then we're going to hit you with a lot of fantasy facts. Let's go to the news. Hello, Marble Sports fans. I am Johnny Marble here with the Marble Sports Worldwide News, sponsored by the Marble Hotel. Wherever you roll, we'll be there. Let's get right into it. No waiting around. In preparation for Marble League 2021, the four teams that auto-qualified competed in a friendly round that featured the four qualifying events. The O-Rangers started off strong with an excellent performance in Swing Wave, but they then finished second to last in Funnel Endurance, after which Yellow Eye managed to pull off an impressive victory despite Wizzy having a dominant lead for most of the event. The Crazy Cat's Eyes carried this momentum into the relay race and claimed another victory. The final event was the Sand Rally, and it was a truly shocking race as Clementine slowed down so much that they came to a dead stop on the track. But the surprises didn't end there, however, as Blue Eye, who had led for most of the race, got passed up near the end by Minty Fresh and had to settle for a second place finish. After these four exciting events, the Crazy Cat's Eyes took first, followed by the O-Rangers in second, the Savage Speeders in third, and the Minty Maniacs in fourth. This may have been just a friendly competition, but perhaps this is an indicator of things to come. Only time will tell as we wait the premiere of Marble League 2021, but as that time gets closer, Johnny Marble will keep reporting the news. Anyways, I've been Johnny Marble, as I just said. You, my dear viewer, have been the best fans in the world. Let's take it on back and continue now with the podcast. We are back from the news, everybody. Thank you, Johnny Marble, for bringing us this week's news. Certainly a lot of unsettling news from the friendly round for sure, but we will get into that later. Let's start with emails, guys. That mailbag is full. We haven't done Mm -hmm. emails in a couple episodes for reasons, and we went on that little two-week hiatus. I was uh, away um, in, uh, in Florida, so we are back, and it's time to see what you guys have to say um over the last couple weeks so let's get started with alex of course writing in wrote in uh this is june 5th so this is a while ago um subjected my interest towards jmr is slowly dulling Mm, okay let's Mm. see um alex says i just think it's too serious and it stopped being fun with the cat's eyes running away ducks dying in 2020 what do you mean ducks dying it seemed less playful doing bad uh, maybe if in 2021 they turn on some lights, it would be better. ML 2020 look physically dark by the way they looked. I also, I just made a JMR tier list, and Brendan, maybe we could do a live stream where we make a tier list together or something, because I just got a microphone. 
Um, I would be down for a tier list video of sorts, maybe not a live stream, but an actual video. So that might be fun. Um, maybe. I'd actually be down like- for that. Um, uh, I don't know what he means by half of this stuff. <laughs> Like, um, well, I think they clarified in a later email, like, when they said, like, the lights thing, they literally do mean, like, actually turning on some lights, like, because it's, like, too dark to see, I guess, in some places. I think that's what they, like, that's what they actually literally meant there. Like, I guess, like, they found it less fun because, like, uh, it's like, oh, the cast eyes are winning? Like, okay, like, it's like, so it's, it's expected, like, it's not surprising or anything like that, and... I guess they're a, there's a Ducks fan, and so them doing poorly was not fun for them. But like, like that's that's just kind of the name of the game. Like, inevitably, like like your your favorite team is not going to be doing good, and like, and also like so there's going to be teams who are just dominating. Like that's just kind of how it is. Like like you, you kind of have to accept that. Like they can't control that. Like that's because that's the ra- it's the whole randomness of Marvel sports. That's what makes it so interesting. Is that like you can't really tell when it's gonna what's gonna happen. But sometimes some instances like Marvel um, One Season Two just happen. Yep. Um, first of all, well, uh, unplug and replug in your mic because it sounded a little crackly. I don't like that. Um, we're too professional for that here on the podcast. Um, just letting you know about that. But uh, besides that, yes, um, I think that a team running away with it early, I think a, a team not doing good. I mean, that's part of Marble Sports. That's going to happen. Things aren't going to always roll the way you want. Things aren't going to always be super, super close. Um I don't know if the cat size ran away in Marble League though. That was the Savage Beaters won that. So um, if you're talking about Marble One, if you're talking about that, so you're just talking about JMR in general, like the cat size taking over. Well, yeah, that's part of Marble Sports. They roll faster. It won't happen every year, but it's gonna happen. All right, that that's the way the chaos theory of Marble Sports um, addresses year to year competition. Right? Sometimes it's going to be one marble dominates. Sometimes it's going to be you don't even know who the hell is going to win. Okay? ML2020 was a little bit darker visually because uh, it was themed uh, after space. It was themed in the Team Galactic style, a lot of purple. Um, so we'll see how it looks this year. I think it looked fine this year during the friendly round and the qualifiers, which was good. But fair uh, point... How- uh, it sounds fine. Well, um, anyway, moving on to next email. Two awesome finals from Edu. Edu is always a pleasure to read for emails. Um, Great decider for the rally, he says. Season 5 is a statement. The series is alive and well. I can see that all contenders pushed hard to get the title. Super Bowl is now part of an elite with the best out there. I love Super Bowl. I am so happy that I predicted his win and then he won. I felt so marble sportsy when I said that. Um, also, Waff predicted that too, so we kind of did like a, it was like a duo prediction. We really we really nailed that. Um, we know our marbles. Um, in other news, our marbles. RML was exciting too. It seemed to be over after qualifying, but both protagonists delivered what they did in the whole season, creating a scenario where we couldn't tell who was the champion until the finish. Oh my god. That was a beautiful final race. Um, it was so exciting to see the points be so close between Rampage and Crimson Lady. And then in the last race, Rampage starts so low. He works his way up. He gets in front of Crimson Lady. And now it's like, if they finish far enough apart, it's going to go the way of Rampage. And Crimson Lady just edged, edges out in the end. And, and um, I think Rampage might have won. 
if he had won because he lost to zero there in the last couple of lengths. So I think I think if he wins that race, I think he ties for most laps led, so the three extra points plus the extra points for winning, and I think he would have won the overall. Though I am I don't actually know for sure. I'd have to actually count how many laps he led um, before he was passed at the end. There, it might have been one short. Uh, like, I, I, he, I don't think he needed to win. As far as I remember, all he had to do was actually place, like, I think, like, one, like two or three more places higher than they were. Well, that's what I'm saying. In the actually... current situation of where oh, okay. Crimson Lady finished, if he had not let Zero pass him at the end, um, he would have had enough points, I think, to win. Though, Crimson Lady also got three extra points for, uh, did, didn't she get pole? She got pole in that, so, um... It was it was it was tough, and Rampage put up a good fight. And next season of RML, things are gonna you know percolate a little bit more, and things are gonna settle a little bit more. And uh, I think Rampage and Crimson Lady will be two uh, pretty um, amazing competitors. And there's not, and that's not it. Like there's other good racers out there that we saw compete um, uh, really well, in, especially in the last couple of races. Zero is one to watch out for. Victoria's Secret was not bad at all. Um, even, even some looks from goat and accidental genius here and there, they're still in there. So, I mean, I think it's going to evolve into something really nice in the next few, uh, uh, seasons. All right. To the next email. Thanks, Adu. Um, uh, you probably might not even notice it, but we actually had a cut right here because Waff had mic problems and we fixed them. So let's move on. So, uh, Alex writes in again with the subject, oof. He says, just a few thoughts. Turtle Sliders, Limers, Indigo Stars, or Cobalt should have retired because they have less fans. Uh, I disagree with Limers. And Limers have some haters. Um, gliding Glaciers. I love the Gliding Glaciers. Really? Over a Hubalino team or Team Plaza? Yes, over a Hubalino team. Gliding Glaciers over a Hubalino team. I should not read the rest of this email. I should. I sh- that should be your punishment. I should not read the rest of this email. Waff, did you hear what this man just said? Yeah, I heard, I heard it. He said, no, no, I'm, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you just so you hear it one more time. He said, gliding glaciers should not be chosen over another Hubalino team like Valiant Blue Fastics. Do you know how mm. ridiculous that is? I am, I am not happy right now. The Blue Fastics. That's such a dumb name. It really is my one of my least favorite. Listen, Gliding Glaciers, while they did not qualify, they were made, they were bred for Marble League. All right? They just were not used after that one chance that they failed. They're coming back. They came back strong. They did qualify. They deserve a spot just as much as Team Galactic in the Marble League if they can get past qualifiers. I don't mind the Bumblebees. I do not like the Mini Maniacs, and I do not think any more Hubalino teams should be um, at least prioritized to be put into the Marble League. Team Plasma, as his email goes on, yes, I think Team Plasma would be cool, but uh, I personally like the Gliding Glaciers better, but I could see like Team Plasma would be on equal footing. Quicksilvers or Blackjacks or Team Plasma would have been better to return, um, maybe. I also have hope for the Rojo Rollers this year because they were not bad when they qualified, but second is overestimating them. I am very, very tentative when talking about the Rojo Rollers, but uh, we will dive into them some more. Also, my last email, I just meant someone needs to turn a lamp or something on. It's not actually metaphorically dark. Maybe I'm just upset about my ducks. Okay, bye. 
Yeah, probably. I didn't think I didn't notice anything yeah. too bad with the lighting in Last Marble League. Yeah, I don't I don't remember that either, but maybe I just don't it's just been so long that we don't remember. Yeah, um eh, it's, it looked good to me. Uh, Alex keeps writing in because well we didn't do emails for three weeks and he's our usual emailer. Thank you, Alex, by the way. We're a big fan of you, um, as you were a big fan of us. Uh, this email says, are you guys on hiatus? And yes, we were. And also, hype ML 2021. Funny enough, it's already started. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex also writes in, Brendant. So like Brendan and then like apostrophe T. So like Brendan not. Dear Brendan, if you've seen the qualifiers, please give some predictions. Most regards, your favorite sunglasses chicken. By the way, that's his um his new profile picture on the uh on his email, a little sunglass wearing chicken. Um predictions on Marble League. I wonder if I've ever done that before. I wonder. I feel like we're gonna get into that after the email yeah. segment, so um we're not gonna dive into that too much right now because that's pretty much the bulk of the next two episodes. Um so just hang on. All right. Um Richard Hinckley sent in uh, a lot of stats of qualifier standing if the group two groups combined which we talked about last time if the two groups combined there are different teams that qualify we also talked about how choosing a structure means that you cannot complain about the outcomes of the structure you can't be like you can't plead um you can't plead that certain teams deserve to qualify because they did better compared to other groups because that's just you didn't choose the structure of comparing all teams against each other which i think is a better one but that was not the one put into play. We will look at those stats mm-hmm. later. That's a agreed. Big agreed. Spreadsheet. <laughs> um, yeah, this was set, this was sent actually during the live recording last week, and like it was basically just kind of like, but like, to show that yeah, like if they were combined, it would be different. But ultimately, it's like, like they they picked their format. They got to stick with it. Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, Richard Hinckley also, uh, he sent in a trivia question. We'll save that for next week. And he also sent in a giant uh, stats thing of uh, Marble League uh, rankings. Um, so we'll have to look at that later, too. I, I don't really know. Like, do you understand what this is, like, how this is this works? So if if I'm correct, this it's like it's like you know that one like where we, his list last time, but like he had like that one competition that like people so that it shouldn't they shouldn't be weighted the same, so he kind of removed it and like I guess redid the stats. Oh, okay. So like best to worst, All right, that could be interesting. Mm-hmm. Savage beaters being the best, of course. Gliding glaciers being the worst. Actually, the solar flares, funny enough, are better than the gliding glaciers and the turtle sliders, <laughs> or do tied with them, tied with them, um, and they barely tired, yes. even done anything yet. Um, for last place but we will look at this uh later because this has a lot in it that might be useful in, in in talking about qualifying though i don't think an overall standings from everything that's ever happened to any of the marbles is super useful in picking this year's qualifiers um because uh marbles are changing team galactic was bottom of the group Mm-hmm. we'll talk about it. yeah we'll talk about it Alex is cool. Uh, One more email from him. He says, uh, subscribe to Akex. Previous Alex is cool. I mean, I guess, fine. You can get a shout out. You email in a lot. And <laughs> what cat events do you want in 2021? Do you do you have any marble cat events in mind, Waff? No, I really don't. I, I, I feel like it's going to be more... Uh, more... Uh... Egyptian themed or sand based stuff yeah. than actual cat things. Maybe some pyramid stuff. 
Um, I would love to see something with like just whiskers decorating the course. Some, uh, I feel like Thea's cats are very dexterous. That weird idea I had for a, a race downstairs would actually work really well um, in uh, in in this season. But I mean, that's also a very odd idea um, that will actually be appearing probably in the RML um, different style tournament that we are planning. Uh, me and me and Bill. But uh, I don't know. I feel I feel like I couldn't I can't think of any off the top of my head that are like this would be a super good idea. Maybe a cat cat and mouse type game, maybe some sort of marble chase, another marble type of thing. Um, but who knows? Uh, that's that's hard to that's hard to think about. If I come up with any ideas, I will let you know. I just want I just wish I could see a lot a lot more carpeting and whiskers and little meows everywhere. Some meowbles. We they should have meowbles. I should put little cat ears on the marbles and make them meowbles. What do you think, Loft? Oh my word! That would be great. The, the, the marbles all stop and they they, they play a, a game of mouse trap. That would be funny. No, they should have that like on the in like in the like in the audience or in the corner or something, um, in like the stands, like people playing mouse trap and um, oh my word, m- marbles wearing whiskers and cat ears. That would be pretty beautiful. Um, <laughs> but uh, anyway, thank you for the people emailing in mswpodcast at gmail if you want to email in and please 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 email in. This is the time. We got Marble League. Fantasy picks coming up. I want to hear as many people as possible telling me what their fantasy picks are. I want to get an idea of why you picked those teams. This is the most important part of the year. Tell me. What teams are you going with? Why are you going with those teams? And uh, hopefully it will turn out well. It may not because, you know, not everybody does well in the fantasy for sure. But maybe it will. Mm. so um please email in and 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 give us advice ask ask for advice and tell us your thoughts on this year's marble league with that being said we should move on and dive in to rml for a moment um we that finished we i I commentated and i really enjoyed doing it of Mm -hmm. course and that did finish up uh uh i guess last week was it right last week or a couple weeks ago uh, I believe it was last week. Oh no, last week Wait, we posted so. the other thing. I think a couple weeks ago, two weeks ago, yeah. Oh yeah, okay, okay. And um, so thoughts on RML season two as a whole, Waff? Um, because you know you were as a you, I I have to work for it. I do the commentary and I enjoy that, but it's hard for me to give as similar an opinion to um, I guess someone who's just a viewer. So. Waf, I want to hear you deliberate about this for a minute about what you think the goods and bads and of uh, this season. All right, well, uh, the the good part I would say is a lot of the track aesthetic, especially like especially race one. I do wish that like because like the theming was that was like so amazing, like having like that wooden looking bridge and the spring in the side. I do kind of wish there was more of that. It kind of I feel like it did kind of go back to like the standard tracks, which I mean it's okay to have you know a few like like one of those or two maybe like, but like. I and I I know that like they don't have the budget that JMR does to make a whole bunch of props. So like I know that it's piecing for the future, but like it ha- it was really strong when it had that variety, and I like I can't wait to see more of that in the future races. Uh, I felt like the 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 classic track. I noticed that they removed the big old spiral section, which I don't know if like that if that improved it or not. But like I feel like it like what do you it mean? made which, it look cl- less. What do you mean classic track? 
so on uh, sorry race six or the glass bridge i remember in the fir- in season one i also had that that massive spiral section after the glass bridge section oh i think he said he wanted to replace that with just the mullow corners instead mm, i see okay because the mullow corners do allow for more passing and it, it does actually so uh, overall that is that does improve the quality of the racing so like, the mullow corners was a great uh design choice it really helped with uh, a lot of the allowing marbles to pass and stuff and whatnot and like so it was a very exciting race to watch uh and like the, now with as the years keep going by there's more history to build up and so it's more i can be more invested in it with each season because i know like oh crimson lady they're pretty good but el sol did pretty good too and rampage oh, was really rampage, close yeah. and, you know it's like so like it, it's it's reaching that point that like now that it's lasted for quite a while there's a history and i can actually you know get behind that history and get into the role play of that, which is one thing that has been missing for quite a while. Uh, yeah, I guess that, I think that's the that's the biggest points I have to make. Uh, race five, that one spot was that really marbles got stuck a whole lot. Like, yikes! Sucks, like, yeah. I, like, well, that was, <laughs> yeah, like that was definitely a design flaw, especially since a marble got lapped twice. Like, my word. That's hey, that's the chaos yeah. of marble sports. The chaos of marble sports. We can we can write that one off. Um. I mean, that added odd aspects to the race. And I remember saying this when I was commenting that when you're in, let's say you're the leading marble and when you overlap a marble, it's very important that if you make the decision to go for an overlapping, you know, you make that choice to overlap or lap. Someone corrected me saying it's not overlap. It's just lapping. Then you better stay in front of that marble. Because if you're in fr- if you stay in front of the marble you lapsed, then you put another marble between you and the second place racer. But it can become very very uh, calamitous if you let that marble unlap himself or herself uh, per se. So it, well, it can be the- very it's very interesting to see the the kind of the dynamics of um, lapped marbles in the in the leading you know marble space. Well, like, the problem with, like, that race is, like, it wasn't, like, oh, the marble was slow. It's that they got completely stuck due to a design flaw. Yeah. And, like, when the, and because of, like, so, many, so many of them got lapped, with some of them even being lapped twice, it ended up being very hard to actually follow the race. Like, who, like, like because, like, like, normally, like, okay, there's enough gap. You can, like, focus on the front, and you know where the front is at. But here is, like, where is the, who's the leading marble? Where in, like, who's in second place? Who's in third? You could, it was impossible to tell, and so it made the last few laps very hard to follow and not very entertaining i gotta be honest no i I get that and i think that um um that will definitely be adjusted that won't happen again in future races so we'll be okay um but yeah i just i think it's uh um i think it was was interesting to see lapped marbles be in the leading space though i will say a couple of things muller corner the reason it's called that by the way for anyone wondering is the guy who gave the idea to uh, Bill, who is the guy who runs the channel, uh, his last name was Muller. So he asked that. Um, well, he didn't. I don't think he asked for that to be the name. I think Bill just was like, we got to name it. And, you know, we'll name it after you for coming up with the idea. One of the one of the viewers. Huh. I forget what marble the guy submitted, but he's like involved in submitting. And also, uh, Bill, and we talked about this, to keep a to keep that lore and story building every season. What we're going to do now is the top 10 marbles from the A-League will advance um, to will stay like in the A-League. So they'll stay in the regular season, automatic qualified. Then the um, 
the top, the bottom 10 from the A-League, or 11, and the top 10 from the B-League will both go to tryouts, uh, the the tryout segment, which is, uh, you know, before, before the A-League. We saw the tryouts before Season 2 this time. Then any new marble submitted will go into the B-League um, and be able to race there first to see if they can get top 10 to then advance to the tryouts to then advance to the main event. Um, so it's hard to get into the A-League. It's going to take uh, clear, clear, uh, good racing, but it will keep the best marbles in that A-League um, over time for sure. Um, and that B-League hmm. will always, always exist to give any marble, in theory, the chance to have a few races, even if they're really slow, if they are submitted. So um, that'll be something to look forward to. Interesting idea. Yeah, and definitely um, yeah. I will mention there's also the... Uh, the other tournament in the works, which will have teams. A lot of the teams that I came up with for Fubica a long time ago, probably a lot of those names will make it in. I, I requested that Amethyst Alliance be there, or I quit. But besides that, any other team can be uh, discussed um, between us. Um, well, obviously, I wouldn't actually quit, but I, I was just kind of as a joke. But I think I'll be able to get Amethyst Alliance in there, one of my personal favorite names I came up with. Um, so, yeah, we're going to have a whole a new tournament coming um soon hopefully if things work out so a lot to to be excited for in the future of rml and um uh, you know and beyond i i gotta say like i, I remember like when i heard the molar clone i looked it up thinking that it was actually a thing that already existed but i couldn't find anything so it's actually nice to finally know that it's named after somebody um who like i guess uh, submitted a marble that's really cool actually yeah at first i was like okay it's got to be like some feature from some sort of racing event um but no, it's it's uh, it was a feature invented by someone who uh, well didn't know about the RML a year before. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, it, like it just happened recently. So, all right, that's really cool for sure. But um, um, I think we'll move on. I mean, I don't want to dwell too much on RML because we got JMR stuff to go. But definitely check out the Racing Marble League. The channel's called Racing Marbles. The uh, tournament is called Racing Marble League. Um, and they're a great channel. You should definitely give them a look. Anyway, um, do we want to move on to our next segment? Their first try at a new segment. Uh, well, do you, I think I'll, I, I actually have a trivia question about the article just beforehand. Just, but I guess like, cause like we do have a trivia segment. I don't have anything other than something that's from the article. We're going to skip the trivia. trivia first? No, we're not going to do trivia today because we have the new oh, segment. Oh, not trivia? I don't even know if we're going to do trivia for a little bit or if we do, it'll be very scarce because this new segment will have substantial time take up okay well uh i guess i will pull up the article again real quick i have it up here yeah, so uh all right well like, it, for me it's in the bottom it's my bot like my bottom left corner like because like my again i'm in my closet so uh setup's kind of funky um and um i will say so okay let me explain the segment for people who are confused there's a retrospective for every single marble league team okay that gives a backstory on the team and a little bit of trivia about each team. We are going to do a segment where we where we uh, dwell on each team's retrospective because um, there's only one for each team on their backstory um, once per episode. And we'll do this until we've gone through all the teams. So it will take a while, but it will be a fun segment. So you'll learn trivia mm -hmm. about each team. Um, we will encourage you to go read the whole article yourself because it's a long article. Um, I did not yeah. read today's article because I did not expect it to be three pages long. Um, so WAF will be providing a lot of information today, but I'll be reading it yes. later. 
But uh, both of us in the future will be reading the article beforehand, coming to you with some interesting trivias, um, and just kind of like saying what we saw in the article that we thought was interesting so you guys can learn some trivia about each team that uh, um, you may not know. Yes, so uh, I guess to give context, first of all, this we're going to go these in the order that they were uploaded. So the first retrospective was about the snowballs, and it was released January 11th, 2020. So that just give you an idea of what information was out at the time. Uh, on Project Marble Earth, Synth has stated like like that like they might actually go back and do addendums to some articles, either to adjust things that were that maybe aren't as good, or to add new information from recent stuff. So like. These articles, or or at the very least, maybe there'll be future articles that like will kind of update the story. So we'll let I you guess know just about kind that. of keep that in mind. Yeah. So yeah, the first retrospective it kind of covers snowballs and their origin. Uh, like they 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 hail from North America, so like like their continents are the same, but every all the like the cities and whatnot are very different. So like like they, like they grew up in Hailfern, which so and like the, um snow uh I see it was uh <clears throat> it was uh snowflake. Uh, yeah, Snowflake was their, who was the team captain, uh, actually, their, their parents had a, like, had a ski resort, and it was named after them, actually, which is very cool, and, like, and, like, they, 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 like, and, like, all, and, like, they would go to school together, like, they, and they made a skiing team, like, and, like, they, so this, like, they had this, like, history in snow-based, like, competitions, and, and they, they would really go tubing together for fun, and, like, I remember, like, I remember, like, so, when I was reading it, like, I, I, uh, like, like the Hailfern ski team was competing in the regional finals in Blancouver, and like, I don't know why, but I find that somewhat amusing, and I, so I kind of chuckle a little bit. But then immediately afterward, it's like then the snowflakes were like um snowflake uh received news that their parent had perished in an avalanche. Oh, it's like crap. oh that's oh no like that was that went from zero to a hundred real quick. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> so like uh, yeah, so like uh unfortunately uh uh snowflake lost one of their parents uh in the avalanche uh and th- and so they actually left the competition early and. What was actually very cool was uh the opposing team uh or one one of the one of the other teams it was they were called uh I don't actually remember, I don't I can't remember what the name of the team was but I do remember the 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 team members Snowstorm and Snowblast uh like they actually helped their um uh they gave some of their winnings to help uh help uh get to, as like a do- ch- charity donation to Snowflake and their and their last remaining parent which was very nice and like uh, oh and, nice yeah because his parent I mean, died I was, and that that's really nice that they give over some of the money from yeah. Him tournament winnings now that's interesting yeah, i like um, i like some of the weird stuff in this like um oh, I'm, the o marbles family came up to the ski resort so it's winter prior to complete competing in the fruit circuit yeah. that's kind of funny uh my, my bad so snowstorm and snowblast who were competing with them their friends from the school like they um were trying to help uh and the blancouver ski team it was um who that were run by snow and snowy we were the ones who donated the money, and as you'll probably know, Snow and Snowy eventually become part of the Snowballs. So it's like that 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 connection with them inevitably led them to become like friends. They would they would hang out like after a few, after a few months, they built a friendship and they hung out and they practiced a lot. And eventually, they got an invitation to compete in ML sixteen. Yeah, and, and so like so like, I'm reading yeah. a little bit here, just trying to see how the Snowballs actually became a team. So. So I guess okay. So they became friends: Snow, Snowy, Snowstorm, and Snowflake, and they competed in Marvel Sports in university, and they called their coalition the Snowballs. I get it. And then so as they competed there, they became a popular university team, um, and then they got inv- invited from that popularity 
uh, they got invited to the 2016 Marble League. Ah, that's interesting. That's probably one of the most important parts of these retrospectives, um, getting from these marbles existing to how they actually got to the first Marble League that they competed in. So definitely want to make sure we highlight that. But uh, I think that's really cool how they kind of paint that picture of this weird um, way that these four marbles met each other in university and started training together and started having fun together. And then all of a sudden they were good enough to hit the Marble League. And, well, snowballs are a very up-and-down team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, all those members, like, they became part of the team, which was very cool. Like, even Snowblast became, like, became the reserve member once that was added in. So, like, that was very cool. Uh, then they kind of go over, like, how, uh, like, a lot of the images are unfortunately missing from the article, which I, I'm kind of sad about. I, I wonder why they're missing. I'm not sure why. Yeah, but, they're like, just not there. Uh, I see the captions. Um, mm-hmm. Um, it would be funny if if the images were in black and white, kind of like those old pictures of baseball teams. You know what oh, I'm saying? Cool. That would be cool. Um, I, I'm going to read a couple interesting bits in the article. Um, these articles are long, so I think it would be very odd for the podcast if we read the whole thing every time, because then that would take right. 15 minutes. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go out of my way to try to pick out bits each time to read you guys, just so you can get some actual article message. Here's a fun little um, talk about uh, getting picked for Marble League 2016 about halfway through, but from Snow. So, uh, quoting, this is Snowy, this is, no, Snow talking. She says, we were a wild card pick, plain and simple, Snow stated. We had to be. There was no way we were that good, even if we were performing well in the college leagues. It's like we skipped the major and the regional leagues of marble sports entirely. Interesting. I was actually about to read that. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah that's, that's cool, actually, reading the quotes. That, that's, I think that that's actually something that you should do, yeah. But, like, uh, like yeah, it is kind of like like how humble like they were about like their position and because like like they were they literally were just like a bunch of college kids like uh, having fun on the slopes. You know what's funny? Because it goes on to say here. Uh, so I'll just I'm, I'm gonna read this because this is this is good based knowledge for their entrance. The snowballs were revealed as the 15th team coming to the Marble League and entered the tournament as a counterpick to the more internationally recognized teams like Team Primary and the Rojo Rollers and the Savage Speeders. They began the season by earning one point in balancing and five points in relay race, earning a technical bronze medal due to a defect in the top lane of the track. The Snowballs earned only eight points over the next ten events, going scoreless in six of the ten. The team finished their inaugural season in a disappointing 14th place. Um, mm-hmm. They entered 2017 with high hopes, uh, only for those hopes to be crushed. Despite placing fifth in the relay race and eighth in the sand rally, the Snowball scored no points in the next two events and missed qualifying for 2017, tied with the Cobalts. After two dismal performances, the team convened to discuss their future. It was obvious we weren't doing as well as we could have, Snowflake contends confessed we realized that we needed a lot more professional experience after watching some of the 2017 marble league we competed as an exhibition team in the mfc championship league which we heard from from the balls of chaos that experience prepared us for so much more success in the 2018 season yeah i I do love like like these like extra smaller leagues that they add in it really makes the world feel a lot bigger and it makes like the fact that the marble league is the top of the top seem more real because like like because if the Marble League is the only thing that exists, then, like, it, it, it's only the best by default. So having these lower yeah, leagues, I, I actually like that. I agree. And that... And, like, they, it's where they can go... Sorry, sorry I was just saying, like, they can, they can go, like, practice there, get experience. Mm, yeah. And it sounds like the Balls of Chaos came from there, too. So we might hear more about the MFC uh, once you get to their retrospective. I think it's cool that um, 
when the snowballs were accepted, Team Primary and Rojo Rollers were seen as internationally great teams, and they're kind of bad now. So that's I, that was interesting yeah. to me. Um, I just think it's going to be fun to jump around. If you if I we've wet your appetite for wanting to read more of these, you can go read the whole article yourself for sure. Um, they're very interesting, um, and uh, yeah, there's so- a lot of cool information here about um, just their lives and and things like that. So. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this little segment. If you hate it, tell me you hate it and we'll never do it again. But I think that, um, and uh, you know, um, as we do this more and more, we'll get even better at bringing you the best information. You can learn a little bit about each team every week. Mm-hmm. I, I like, yeah, like I, the, the, it goes on to talk about like how uh, the Arctic Circle was made and like how like, Yella and, and Greg came along. It's like, this looks so cool. We, we, like, why don't we have uh, Marble League here? And like, they became the first host teams. And then like, but then like, they, and then things like twenty. Uh, after that, it was twenty eighteen. Like they, they didn't do good. They made, uh, I think it was like snow. Snowy made a, sto- a statement like, like maybe if the conditions were more fair. And like, and there's like the royal family of Snowronto and uh, what was the, it was like snow. It was like, uh, nice year. Uh, what was it? Snow. Uh, yeah, snowflakes. So it's something we really tried to prepare against, but we ultimately couldn't overcome. We know we could we could do be- we can do better than that. Snowflake paused, seeming as if they were deep in thought. Maybe if the conditions were fairer. And then then this comment drew scrutiny from the Oceanics, who were upset that the snowballs were blaming them for their poor performance. The snowballs dropped the charges after being advised to do so by the royal family oh God, of Snoranto, who negotiated with the royal family of um Dundue, uh on the topic. I don't like I just, I love that like like. It's like in this world, like it's they're all kingdoms and they all have kings. It seems. Which is like, <laughs> I like that. A, a lot. strange choice. Hey, it'd be good for a movie. Game of Thrones, Marvel edition. Um, yeah, I wonder if like that decision was maybe just made because of King Triton. Like, 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 because like at least in terms of the Oceanics, it made sense. Like, you know, Triton is a king of like the ocean. Why not? I guess like, well, if we made one of them a king, I guess they all had to be kings. Well, I don't know. Like, it's, a, it's a strange choice. Um, well, we'll see. Maybe we'll get like a parliament one of these times uh, as we read through. Um, yeah, so there's your little uh, retrospective on the Snowballs, an interesting team, and I, they, they've, they've done well for themselves. They're not a great team. They're not the first team you think of when you think Marble League, but they're not a bad team. And they've done some good things, and I think over time, they're going to continue to build that skill slowly. Oh, yeah, I guess I should finish this like, by, by reading like the uh, like the, la- like, the last the last paragraph is always, like, like I guess since like wrap-up, so like, I'm going to read this, so... Uh... In retrospective, the Snowballs are a team that has come a long way since their first season to win the showdown. They've experienced loss and tragedy that life brings, but chosen to fight through it all towards victory, all the while having so, so much, much fun, fun ah. doing what they love. Best of luck of, to the Snowballs in the 2020 Marble League qualifiers. Keep on rolling. Awesome. Uh, getting his little catchphrase in there. I, I, thought, I figured you would like that pun. So much fun. I'm going to start saying that too much now. Um... Uh, it's no much fun. Okay, uh, let's let's move on then. Oh, um, that was fun. I actually liked that. I learned some new, interesting things. And and when I have the chance to read the full thing through for each of the teams, I'm going to make time. And I think it's going to be really fun to learn all these possible facts about the, these teams that are. Uh, I guess this this is canon. I guess so. I guess these are. We're going to pretend this stuff happens. Um. So like, I remember like uh, when, like when Stinth uh, like when the JMRC quit. I think like they changed the title of this page on the JMR website. It was changed to like expanded universe instead, which oh. I think was meant to imply that like it would be treated as like optional canon, I guess. Because like I, I remember like Dion didn't even like 
doesn't even know most can like he, he said like oh yeah the crazy cat's eyes are in egypt even though like, it's like they yell us specifically like no we're not gonna have co- we're not gonna have the same countries or cities right, as, Amer- as the real world i don't even so like, it's like having north yeah, america in there honestly it makes me upset oh really no i hate that to be a completely different universe hmm. Um, but well, I mean, it, I guess it's just because it's the name for the continent that pe- everybody knows. I do not so, like, like that they, at all. They'd have to like, establish names for continents too. I do not like that. So to pick something else, but that's that's kind of hmm. for a different time. Maybe they'll change that as I go back in. They should. They should. That would be what I would tell right. uh, Stimps and his friends. Um, that would be my correction. I don't want to see anything that I can recognize from this Earth, place-wise. I don't. I personally think that's that's lazy. I guess lazy is not really the word. I think it would be lazy if it stays like that forever. But because, you know, they were just trying to, they did a lot here. They're obviously not lazy. They come up with so many good ideas and good story. But I think that would just be detrimental to this canon to do that. Um, we got to move on, guys. Marble League qualifiers, Marble League friendly round has left mm-hmm. us a little bit in tatters. Oh, Rangers. All right. And you guys, as I said at the beginning of this episode, you guys would probably think that I would say that we should all be focusing on the sand rally and how bad the Rangers performed in that. They came to a dead stop. They didn't finish the race. Mm -hmm. They didn't race that well at the beginning either until they came to the dead stop. But I'm not going to talk about the sand rally. That's not where I'm upset. Mm. That's not what's uh, busting my, uh, my, my marble bubble today. What got me upset about the O-Rangers was undoubtedly the funnel endurance event, which I have up here on the Chrome so we can re-watch it together. This is more upsetting to see the O-Rangers' performance than them come to a dead stop at San Rally. And, and the reason is, in San Rally, even Red Number 3, even Super Bowl, even Ghost Plasma, they all have their days where they don't finish the race. They all have their days where they where they can't, you know, find the top half. So the even the best sand rally racers there are on the planet do not always have good sand rally days. But this performance in Fair. funnel endurance, well, the Rangers barely squeaked out third place when this is one of the event that they usually do quite well on. This was not fun to see at all. This is where I started to be like, hmm. Maybe we have a problem with the O-Rangers this year. Well, I mean, to be fair to them, like, this is, like, not the same number of, of competitors that they normally f- compete with. You know, like, like unless, of course, they've been doing good in, in qualifiers for fun, fun endurance in the past pretty well. Like, it is not really, like, I can't really use that as a judgment because, like, it, it's not just, like, your skill in endurance. It's also, like, utilizing the momentum and the, and the force of other marbles coming down, like, along the... Uh, down the track and along the, the funnel to push you and give you more momentum and also to push you away from the hole. So it's like with fewer competitors, the Rangers didn't have as many um things to work with, you know? While I agree with that, I would then say if that's the case, then you could extrapolate that to every event and be angry about nothing. Well, I mean, it is the friendly round, so it's like that. It's not meant to be taken as oh, seriously. Oh yeah, but you call, like, people call it the friendly round. It's called the friendly round. But if you're if you're a avid fantasy uh, league com, um, uh, engager in the Marble Sports community, if you are an avid O Rangers fan, then this is not a friendly round. 
This is where you see, this is where you judge, what are the skills of the marbles in front of me now? Do I want to pick the O'Rangers after their performance that I see in Final Endurance right now? Or in the Sand Rally? Uh, and if I can, go, if here, I can so... only go on the Final Endurance, my answer to the O'Rangers on my fantasy team might even be no. Hmm. I don't want to say that, though. Because I really do think I'm still going to end up picking the O'Rangers because their promise for this season is still really good. But it is certainly stressful and worrisome to see them come so close to even getting last place. Look at this. Last funnel. First one in. It was only because the Mini Maniacs were really awful in the last funnel. They took a very bad angle and, and collided with the inside of the O'Rangers um, and just made for a... It was... it was uh, Mini Maniacs, definitely not on my team this year. Not, not very good uh, performance from them in the friendly round. So, you said that they're good at funnel stuff, but, like, I'm going back through here. So, okay. So, uh, 2017 qu uh, qualifiers, funnel spin, Clementon got 7th. This is not bad pack. after, what, what is it, like, 15, uh, 16? Something like that. Main, main, of, main tur uh, that was done by Clementon. <laughs> main tournament, uh, funnel race, Kinoin got 7th again. It's not uh, bad. So, middle of the pack. Uh, 2018, there was none. Yeah, 2018, there was nothing. No funnel? Uh, 2019. Uh, fr uh, friendly round. Orangen got fourth in the funnel race. That's very good. Okay, that's pretty good so far. Uh, main event funnel race. Clementon DNF. Remember they got stuck at the top there. Oh yeah, but that was that was a lot of BS. You know that was a lot of you know, we don't know what's going on there. Well, I mean, I thought that you like it's been so long since we discussed that, but like I could have sworn that we both agreed that like that it was kind like. Maybe it was partially their fault. Actually, I don't even remember what we agreed no, on. No, we did. Or not. I think we did if agree we, on that it was their fault. But that the the idea, but that that's their fault. That's not that's not their fault because they were bad at final endurance racing. That's their fault because they're bad at leaving a gate. Okay, those are two different skills. Hmm. Okay, uh, qualifiers for twenty twenty. Kinnowin got third. It's very good. And then in the main competition, Kinnowin again got second. So Kinnowin is their okay. That's no, so it seems Kinnowin is their main uh, final endurance player. Yeah, who and who, who did? Yeah, that's the big question now. Well, let's find out. Well, ranges, and and that those are good numbers. I know you went in there thinking you were about to see some not so favorable numbers, but those are good yeah, numbers. Yeah, I, I did. But Kinnowin raised <laughs> second, third, fourth. Those are very good for funnel endurance. I guarantee you that most other teams in Marble League do not have consistent top five uh, funnel endurance performances. They do not. This is a hard event to be consistent on. This is a hard event because it requires not only performance from you as a sole competitor, but also your interaction with other marbles out in the field. How you knock into them, what angle you take towards them, what angle you take towards the center of the funnel. Putting yourself in a good position so that when a lot of marbles also file into the funnel you're in, you allow them to you know, be more on the inside of, of yourself. So when there's any collisions, you're favorable from those collisions. Right. It's hard. Funnel endurance is not an easy event. Mm -hmm. So like, but I think so. We can agree that like with Kenwin not having as many competitors to to I guess to utilize and they're in. Well, it's not a they didn't do as well. I feel like we need, we need to really go. I think go back and rewatch them. I'm rewatching it right see, now. Guess, and and what what I see well, I, is is a no no nothing. I meant like actually other the old like funnel endurance oh, okay, events. That's fair. Like to see like to see how Kenwin like how they did it. But so other well. other like, marbles remember. made up for it a lot better. Crazy Cat Size were in last place. Um, going into the last orange final. They won! 
okay? They turned things around quickly. They were very efficient in their movements as they head towards toward uh, the bigger True. funnels. Crazy cat's eye. And so, I mean, it, it's... I don't know. Maybe it was a lack of effort. Maybe the Rangers didn't feel the fire that they needed. They're still saving the energy to come back here in the, the more important events. But, I mean, honestly, I mean, this was... Uh, it was not good to see their performance in Funnel mm-hmm. Endurance at all. The, the other thing to keep in mind is also, like, with the bigger teams, for, like... Like they like the other like the other team members will end up screwing each other over, and that's also why some of them will fall through really quickly and stuff. And so like like there are so many aspects of funnel endurance that like just do not really apply as much. Like I guess like this is a good indicator for like like I guess like what be how well they'll do in a position near uh like near the top because near the top is when there's not there's barely any marbles to compete with. Right. And so that's I think that might be an indicator that like. Like if if the friendly round, like it's it's still the friendly round, so I don't put too much weight into it. But if we assume like, oh, this is like an indicator of what's gonna happen, it's like even if Kinnawin makes it to the top, they probably won't actually end up winning because like they seem to not have as they they don't seem to do as good when they're basically alone. Well, we'll see. We've seen one bad performance. It's not making right. me happy, but we don't know a hundred percent what's going to happen yet uh joe Veridi in our live chat says we also have some of the best funnel endurance competitors 2020 um uh fe po- what's fe oh funnel endurance podium plus crazy cat size who won it in the 2019 qualifiers yeah the crazy cat size aren't bad funnel endurance uh competitors actually the crazy cat size are quite good in the marble league as a whole and that's um that brings me to possibly picking them this year as well my problem with the crazy hmm. cat size is they lack consistency um, and when they're bad, they're bad. Does that make sense? Yeah. When they're not good in an event, they are very not good at that event. They are not, it's not like they do really good at the stuff they're good at. And then you get like some mid pack finishes. No, it's either, it's either up here or it's like, it's like pinkies. Okay. So yeah. it's the crazy cat's eyes are always a wild pick, but they've been wildly good lately. And you should not, you should not miss, uh, misinterpret the real momentum and mojo that the crazy cat's eyes are feeling coming off of an incredible performance from Marbula uh, one season two. And that's cool. Well, like, I think that's going to be an well, effect I think, here. Well, I, th- I think that was also important thing to mention is like, like, like they seem to be doing really good in racing based events now. And like, I actually want to look up blue eyes history with a uh, sand rally to see if there was any history there. Let's jump back to the like, video. We can look at uh relay race too. Cause the crazy cat's eyes were quite good here too. Yeah, like, 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 I think, like, it is, like, important to remember that they seem to be good at, uh, racing events, and for, if, if you're, if you're correct on their endurance stuff, they're good at endurance things. Final endurance, but, like, not everything. But as we've seen, like, in other things, like, like, I remember, I think, I can't remember what it was, like, like, like they always seem to, like, finish, like, like, uh, fourth or, like, low is what I've seen the most consistent from them, at least in Marble League. Right. Like, granted, yes, in Marble 1, like, they have shown that they're doing better, but, like, again, like, that is a different ball game than Marble League. It's a different style of racing on a different piece, on a different kinds of track, and it's also, like, it's also a different level of pressure. I think we can agree. Like, like it, it, competing in Marble 1, as big as it is, is not anywhere near the same level of pressure as competing in Marble League, especially when you're the hosts. I agree. I agree. So there is more pressure, but we can analyze the relay race here uh, on the crazy cat size. Um, I slowed it down to 0.25 so I can talk as it's happening. Um, out of the gate, Green Eye is the fastest marble. 
the faster than the savage speeders by quite a bit. You and then he knocks into Yellow Eye. Yellow Eye as a is a solid racer. Actually came off a little slow there. The Mini Maniacs had a shot, so were the Savage Speeders. But you know, Yellow Eye did not disappoint when he knocked into Blue Eye. Very, very solid hit. Blue Eye shot out like a like lightning, and then Red Eye shot out like double lightning. Red Eye was <laughs> was had a beautiful uh, I guess dismount from the relay starting box, and he just he destroyed it. And that's um, that's the the beauty of a team where you have four marbles that are all extremely fast. You don't have a weak marble on that team. You're not going to ever be slow on the relay race. And so it just it just like got exponentially faster as we went down the line. Yellow Eye was the slowest marble of that relay race. Yellow Eye was one of the most impressive marbles in Marbula One uh, Season Two. So, I mean, mm-hmm. the Crazy Cat Slides are a pretty stacked team when it comes to speed. I, and they weren't always, I guess, because I never really noticed that before. But, like, you kind of do notice uh, it now. Yeah, I, I want to go through their speedo stuff. So, 2018 qualifiers, Snow Race, Blue Eye got fifth. Pretty good. Uh, Yellow Eye, 5-meter Ice Dash, third. Mm. Really good. Uh, get to the main tournament, though. 5-meter Ice Dash was done by a Green Eye, 11th. Green Eye is not, not your best singular speed racer. Green Eye did come out mm-hmm. fast in the relay um, compared to the other marbles, but I would not put him in, in a single race. He's a, he's much better. Mm-hmm. I think he's a good relay, uh, like a first anchor, for, um, not first anchor, first uh, position relay racer. Actually, they, I think it was a very smart decision to put him first position, or I think second position could also work. I might even put Yellow Eye first, Green Eye second. And Blue Eye and Red Eye just did wonders at the at the last two legs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so your speed skating, but done by Red Eye, sixth place. All right, Team Pursuit, all of them together all on the same kind of track, also sixth place. Snow Rally, Red Eye, thirteenth. So it doesn't seem that Red Eye is very good at snow racing. That so like that seems to be, like yeah, I think the hard. environmental stuff is Blue Eye's territory. I'd say. Mm, yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, so and then I think that is biathlon. Uh, I guess because it had that had some racing, but it that's first. But like it has, it's a mixed thing. Uh, San Mogul Race, Yellow Eye, sixteenth. Yellow Eyes should not be on the sand ever. <laughs> Yeah. I, so it seems Blue Eye really is like the best choice for those environmental style races. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I'm just interested to see how it will go this year. I'm hoping that the coaches use the right crazy cat's eye in the right uh, uh, Meow Bowl League event. Uh, I see what they did there. Yeah, 100 meter water race, Red Eye. This is like some other type of competition, DNF, I think. Okay, but. DNF's right. always hard <laughs> to read, though, because like if the DNF was just yeah. unlucky, you never know how they would actually have done true and water i would consider water a completely different ball game like because like like the the, the main the, the main competitors for, for water is i've seen is momo and hazers hazers is yeah, number Momo's one quite in the water good um when submerged interesting enough yeah it's very it's very interesting i, I wonder if that's i wonder if that's in the retrospective like that they're good swimmers or if not they should add that that'd be great uh what's here what was uh what else we got next uh, funnel race. It's not racing, but funnel race has endurance. But Green Eye got first. Green Eye so is. A, Green I mean, Crates Cats as a team, like I said, very good funnel race team. Um, that that long distance endurance really shows when uh when the crazy cats guys have the chance to 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 put it forward. Actually, they did all right in the um uh the sand rally as well in the friendly round. Um, they weren't bad. Uh, they, mm-hmm. I, they also the Savage Beaters, and I know, um, you know, the Savage Beaters are really good. They still raced well. It was just there was only other three other marbles, and they're all also really good. Right. Uh, I, we're in the we're in the 2019 qualifiers by the way. So like, um, 
relay race, uh, eighth place, you know, uh, but I think uh, just to further my point about Blue Eye, underwater race, Blue Eye, third. Blue Eye is your environmental racer. I agree. That is, that's just the go-to. It's very astute to, like, to I, notice that. I, I, I think that's a good point. I think hope, hopefully ooh, Blue Eye is Main race, underwater race, though, Blue Eye, ninth. Uh, but that, that's been an outlier so far, mm-hmm. so I wouldn't use that as, like, an indicator. At least, to me, at least for me, I wouldn't. Yeah. Five meter sprint, green eye, third. What the heck? Okay. That, out of nowhere. Uh, biathlon, red eye, tenth, but that's different. Green eye might be your Hurdles sprinter rate. then. Green eye might be your short sprints uh, race. That might be the case. Because, You're right. I mean, as, as, instead of not being able to race by himself, which is what I said first, now hearing more stats, I think that he's a sprinter. He can do five meter sprint. He can do one leg of a relay really well. But when you give him longer things, when you give him more dragged out things, then it might be more of a struggle. Illumination race, right? I got third, but that was very, that was more, that's less race. That's it was called race. There was a lot more. There was also obstacles, so yeah, that that's a bit different. Hard. But still, like, and then, and then again, sand rally, green, green eye, fifteenth. Yeah, gotta keep blue gotta eye. Gotta keep blue you eye keep out blue there. Eye. Actually, I wouldn't even mind seeing yellow eye out there on the sand rally. Let's be honest. But blue eye did well in the friendly round. Blue eye was good mm. in the friendly round this year with sand rally as well. I blue eye is your sand rally crazy cat's eye. I think the coach needs to be more uh, hyper aware of, of this um, and not confuse the cats. Not confuse the cat. Cannot confuse the cats. Because then, because here's the thing. Casey Cat's eyes are very, very, they're very specialized in what they can do. So if you confuse the cats, you go from an amazing team to a shitty team. Can't do that. Yeah. Uh, 2020 qualifiers, uh, a five meter sprint, red eye, second. So, it, so oh, red eye. Oh, so, red so eye. The, the trend I'm sprint. seeing here red eye and green eye are good sprinters. Red eye is good, but red eye is also good at long-term endurance racing on tracks blue eye is good at environmental racing whether it be snow sand or even underwater and yellow eye as far as i can tell i think is just roughly the is like he's just a, he's an all-around decent racer he's um he i would i would use yellow eye in something like high jump i would put yellow eye in hmm. something like well i guess they all have to do balancing so what is, like long jump i guess um think of other single marble events um uh maybe in the forefront of the collision formation he, stronger marble for sure so i I, know, I, I i i think yellow eye it's hard to pin but he's not a bad racer not mm-hmm. at all he did struggle in the relay I speaking but true true I guess speaking of long jump, blue eye got first, so I don't, I don't know about that. But like they didn't, they didn't put him in her, they didn't put him in high well, we jump. Where red eye got eleven first, so too. we don't know. Um, yeah, it's po- possible, possible. Uh, so uh, so next, uh, five meter hurdles again, like like that yellow eye got fourth, so that is kind of speed based, but it's all like like, but like it's it's also got those obstacles you got to push through, so it's 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 hard to gauge. Triathlon again, that's a mix. Green they had green eye twelfth. Sand Mogul Race, Green Eye again with 7th. Like, what the heck? Triathlon has environmental racing, and then Sand is just Sand. Yeah, Blue, Blue Eye, Eye should have been be in both of those races. Stuff, absolutely. And honestly, if Blue Eye did not... If, if, if you didn't have the option to use Blue Eye, I would use Yellow Eye, then Red Eye, then Green Eye. Green Eye would be my last resort for Sand Racing. My last resort for touching mm-hmm. Sand. Ooh, 5-meter sprint, Red Eye, 12th. Hmm. So th- their sprinting is inconsistent. Well, I mean, I don't That's know. I think that I think that Green Eye is a better sprinter anyway. Um, and and but see, Yellow Eye is hard to pin in this situation. But I, but this what I'm saying. I think Green Eye should be put there. But um, yeah, uh... I mean, it's it, it's a balance. It's a tough balance. Crazy Cat's eyes are very tough balance. Um, it's very tough on the coach for sure. 
Yeah, Relay Run 16th, Team Aquathlon 13th. So Green Eyes should be in Final Endurance, uh, the live chat. Mm. Mm, maybe I I don't know, but Marble Marathon. This was this was Marble One racing. Red Eye got third, which just again shows that Marble Red Eye's strength. Yeah, and we, we don't need to talk about Marble One season two. We we, 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 know, we know we know we, we are aware. Um, but anyway, uh, because we're running low on time oh, here, and, I want uh, um the Winter Special Blue Eye Ice Dash first. Like seriously, no, like yeah, there is just a, a consistent trend for sure. For Speed sure, Speed Skating Yellow Eye eighth. Yeah. Like so yeah yeah like so I now have my eye on Blue Eye, I think I I'm I'm interested to see how Blue Eye would do on Marby the One Track like maybe Blue Eye is actually secretly the best racer in their entire team. I would love team, to see Blue Eye on Marby the One Track. Um, I would not really love Green Eye for long distance, but uh, for endurance, but um, I would I would I think Blue Eye and Red Eye would be my pick for Marby the One season three. But they might they might keep you. Maybe I mean, Yellow Eye wasn't bad. You can't knock Yellow no, Eye. Not at all. Honestly, I thought Yellow Eye was a better racer than Red Eye, and, and I think maybe he still is. So I I don't know, hmm. but I want to see Blue Eye in there somewhere. Um, Agreed. Like, Blue Eye is now like yeah. what is like just seeing all that. Blue Eye might be my favorite uh, cat's eye now, just because like even though it, I you would think I like Green, but like Blue oh, Green like, Eye, Blue Eye is Green yeah. very specialized. Blue you gotta be careful, with Green Eye. Always gotta be careful, with Green Eye. <laughs> specialized, like I'm oh, specialized. I'm, I, I get it. I. I do find it fun, like, to actually go back and look at these stats, because, like, it's been so long since I've watched these, like, that to see that all was kind of laid out, it's like, wow, there is actually a good, a very consistent trend here. It's like, it's like, it's like Starry with Sand Races, like, there are marbles in each team who specialize in a lot of different things. All right. Yeah, um, we did talk about the crazy cats for 10 minutes. I love to talk about Meow Bulls, but, um, we gotta make sure we give you guys some other looks here on some of the other teams. Fantasy picks. Listen, guys. There are four teams in the friendly round that are auto-qualified because they did excellent in the previous season. I think that I'm going to be able to only pick two of them for my fantasy team. I haven't decided what two those are yet. I personally think the Mini Maniacs will definitely not be one of those two. But that leaves three really tough teams to knock one out of. O-Rangers, Savage Speeders, Crazy Cat's Eyes. I don't know. I just don't know what I'm going to do yet. I might use all three, but then then comes the the question of what I do for multipliers. Because I expected that the Old Rangers would come out and destroy all the competition in the friendly round. They did not. You could say maybe they're tired. You could say maybe they're conserving energy. I don't know. I can't talk to the Old Rangers. I don't know. Savage speeders are always a solid pick, and they will be on my fantasy team from Arbor League. They will. They will get wins. They will get medals. If the Savage speeders do not get a medal in this season, then then something's seriously wrong. Some, that would be very surprising. So Savage speeders mm. will find their way. They will roll on my team. Savage speeders are a definite pick. If you are do, I'm gonna tell you right now. If you are making a Marble League fantasy team, and you have the goal within that fantasy team to try to win. You have to pick the Savage Beaters. You have to. It is a requirement. You may not put them at times three. You may not put them at times through. But they better be on your team. They had better mm. find their, their name better be on that list of five teams. I cannot tell you a situation, at least now and in the past. We'll see where they look in five, ten years. Where the Savage Beaters are not on my Marble League Fantasy team. So that leaves O'Rangers and Cat Size... That leaves the multipliers. I feel like I'm going to go Savage Speeders times two. I do not think they're going to win another Marble League this year. 
But I do think they're going to do well. So I, I feel like my Savage Speeders, I think the one pick I can be sure of is that my Savage Speeders are going to land times two. What do you think hmm. about that, Wa? I mean, that's just a very good pick. I think, personally, for me, I'll put them at times one. Just because I also feel like the chances of them, like, like they're going to do good, but I don't know, like, if, like, they'll, they'll like, dominate again. Like, like I'm thinking I'm going to still put Momo at times three just because that's just my trend. I always pick my team favorite team to do. Even if it's not smart. It's just that, that one Hail Mary moment. But, like, I like, but also, genuinely, like, like while they didn't do, like, that amazing the qualifiers, right. they still have been on a very positive trend. They did trend all right. Do not overstate Momo. They did well, and I'll give you credit where credit is due. They ousted many good teams for the qualifying position. But I, I feel like you missed what I said. Like, I feel like you missed like, I said, like, I, they didn't do all that well in the qualifiers, but, like, the, they have been on a but positive trend in everything three. before that. you said you're putting them times three. I think, that's, I think that's silly. Oh, yeah, that's because it's my favorite team. But, like, like, you, should, that, like, like you never struck you maybe times two? Maybe just the times two for the Momo? Hmm, maybe. Okay, fine. Maybe, maybe. I'll think listen, about it. But listen, listen, like, Waff. Uh, you, are, you, are, you are 102 episodes in to a podcast that is, is known for being quite wise about marble sports. Do you want your fantasy team to do at least okay? <laughs> fine. I, 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 know, I never do fantasy in the way that normal people do, but like I probably will, I might put them at times two, like, I'm. I might. I think I'm gonna put uh, Ryan's Bay Racers in there. I'm not that's sure a, where oh, yet. Thanks but like, for bringing that like, up because that's where I was going next. Like, like, like they did phenomenal in the qualifiers. Like, like that was that was insane. This they, is where they just we destroyed um, everybody. This is where we're gonna need the Frosby, because I'm gonna have to really think on this. Because let me. T- okay, before we saw the qualifiers, the five teams in my mind were Crazy Cat's Eyes, O Rangers, Savage Beaters, um, Green Ducks were there for sure, and then it was kind of bouncing between like Hazers and Thunderbolts or Metal Yell. Now hmm. I'm like Raspberry Racers might find their way onto mm-hmm. my team, and it leaves a lot of other questions too. Limers, I I want so bad to put them on my team. But I just do not feel like this is they're gonna be, be gonna be their year. I, I might do a hail mary at the end and be like, you know what, whatever, we'll put Limers in fifth. But I do not feel that the Limers are gonna come out and destroy the competition this year. You have Raspberry Rangers, you have Savage Speeders, you have all Rangers. They're not going away. <laughs> they're going to be a good, all good teams this year. So I I don't know if the Limers are a great pick for your fantasy, even though I'm Limers are my favorite team in Marble League. Hmm. What do you think about Mellow Yellow? Yeah. What would what do you think in regards to putting Mellow Yellow on your fantasy team this year? It's a tough one. They've been all over the place these past few years. If you're gonna do it, I think the smartest thing to do would be put them at a not at a times one multiplier. They're, they're, they're still good, but like they they're so unpredictable. Yeah, I, I mean, recently. I mean, and that trend continues. Look at their look at their performances. Two gold medals in um in the qualifiers two two point finishes what do you do with that how do you look at those numbers and pick or not pick them i don't know melio is hard thunderbolts are a lot more consistent um but even the thunderbolts were kind of up and down raspberry mm-hmm. racers seem like a good pick indigo stars is hard i do not recommend picking i really really do not recommend picking the indigo stars do not pick the indigo stars you might think that this is like they're gonna do something i would rather you pick mellow yellow i'd rather you pick rojo rollers honestly who did not do that bad i'd rather you pick shining swarm i do not like indigo stars for this year that's just my opinion i'm only one man who does not know what's gonna happen 
but I really, really, really cannot recommend Indigo Stars. If you, if you come in here for fantasy advice, lay off Indigo Stars. It's kind of like a Limer situation. We don't know what their future looks like. We don't know what their consistency looks like. But, yeah. And the same for Gliding Glaciers. I love the Gliding Glaciers. They're my in my top five teams now that they're back for uh, liking. Do not pick them. You can't. You don't know. Um. So... Uh, I can leave you guys with this yeah. with 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 something here, um, at least as far as my advice, because we do have one more week where we can come to better conclusions with Frosby. But mm-hmm. as far as teams to pick, I guess Mini Maniacs is not a bad pick because they're not a bad team. I I like I said, it's hard for me to see them being a front runner this year with just things being different and then not doing so well in the friendly round and a lot of different teams in there. But I, I, they're not a terrible pick. Savage Beaters are a necessary pick. Rangers are a good pick, but we will talk about more of them next week. Um, Crazy Cat Size are a great pick. Most likely they're going to find a way onto my team, but we'll see. And then as far as your 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 non-friendly round teams, Thunderbolts are always a solid pick. And I can recommend them, but I don't know if I'm going to pick them myself. Uh, Mellow Yellow are is a, always an inconsistent pick, but they're not a bad team. You will get a couple good events from them at the very least. You will get some points from them. Hazers are a very good pick for Marble League always, so don't lose sight of the Hazers. Do not let them disappear. Rojo Rollers are and team Gliding Glaciers are teams that I just don't know about. I can't. It's hard to suggest them, but I would rather you do Rojo Rollers than Gliding Glaciers or Indigo Stars. I think the Rojo Rollers put a very consistent performance up in the qualifiers, 10-7-8-7 on points, and they wouldn't be a bad pick. Momo, solid pick. Not great, not bad. Commander Waff. Um, Raspberry <laughs> yeah. Racers are a great pick this year. I if, if I had to pick right now, I would pick the Raspberry Racers. It would be on the team somewhere. I don't know if they're going to be times three, but they're a great team this year. Um... And they're going to be looking really good out there um, in the in the at least some events this year. Indigo Stars are a no. Shining Swarm, they were more cons- they're pretty consistent in points, but oh, it's just I don't know enough. We'll have to ask Frosby for his opinion on the Shining Swarm. Limers are a no. Do not pick the Limers. Do not. I love the Limers. Do not pick the Limers, please. Green Ducks, I did not do um, very well in the qualifiers compared to what I would expect. But the Green Ducks, you know the Green Ducks. You know they're a solid team. When in doubt, you want to pick Green Ducks. And please don't pick the Chocolatiers. Do not pick the Chocolatiers. Chocolatiers <laughs> are a worse pick than the Limers, in my opinion. Um, anyway, Walker, go ahead. Like, I was just saying, like, I feel like I'm just so excited that the Rojo Rollers are back. I am too. That part of me wants to put them on there just because like, I'm really excited to see them They did get a bronze, well. and they were consistent. They were consistent. Like, 10, 7, 8, 7 is a very good points basket. Like, if, if I could say, like, my one team that I am most excited for, it's, it's not even actually, like, like why I, I Momo always has my heart. Like, the fact that Rojo Rollers have finally, finally, after, like, five years, come back, it's like, wow. Like, this is insane. Like, to see, like, imagine them coming back, not just coming back, but also winning. That would be, just podium, that's a little much, but that, I feel like they could have a good year. I feel like they're going to be a top half team this year. I would definitely, yeah, I would definitely put Rojo Rollers top half team this year. I, 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 but then it gets hard. It just gets hard to predict this this stuff, and and that's why we need that past experience. 
there's so many good teams this year. There's so many unknown teams this year that this is going to be a crazy marble league. Think about, like, think about for a second. Think about all the teams that we don't have enough information on to make a solid pick. Rojo Rollers, Gladden Glaciers, Indigo Stars, Shining Swarm, Limers, Chocolatiers. I mean, Chocolatiers we have some information on, but it's not good information. But that's like six teams that, like, I would recommend not picking those teams, like, except for the Rojo Rollers. You could pick them. But the other five teams, I recommend not picking them just because I don't think they're a safe pick. I don't think they're a wise pick. But they're, but we don't know what's going to happen. Rojo Rollers, Gliding exactly. Glaciers, and Indigo Stars could be your top three this year. I don't think they will, but they could be. They could be. That would be like, that's, that's a crazy awesome. top three. Like That's that's awesome. Thing. Like, I'm really excited for the... the like, I, admittedly, I was kind of worried like how I would feel about this year's Marble League just because like, everything that's happened in, recently. But with like... Like the fact that like all these like teams who are coming back or like or, or obscure or don't have as much experience, I've all made it past qualifiers. Is like this is going to be one of the most unique and unpredictable marble leagues that we've ever seen. Yep, and all we can do as uh, marble sports podcasters like ourselves is sit down and try to predict as best as we can. And all and again, I, I cannot stress this enough, and because we're gonna have to wrap up the show now, it's getting it's getting late. No matter what you do. No matter what, no matter what, if you pick Chocolatiers, Limers, Shining Swarm, Indigo Stars, because that's your bright idea. If you do not have Savage Speeders on your team, I have no sympathy for you if your team does bad. I cannot help you if you're saying my team's doing bad, what do I do? Because Savage Speeders better be on your fantasy team for Marble League in this, in this climate. Five years from now, maybe the Savage Beaters are the Limers. And the Limers are the Savage Beaters. But right now... Uh, that'll be the day. The most foolish decision in all of Marvel's... All of Marvel Sports. Uh, Marvel Sports, not just JMR. Every single channel. Every single Marvel in the world. The most foolish decision is to not put the Savage Beaters on your fantasy team. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I think that that's pretty... That's honestly a pretty solid statement. Like, like they're like... They've always been good. Always! Like, They've won two Marble Leagues. Their lowest performance is fifth. The Arrangers are good, but they're not that good. The Crazy Cat Sides are good, but they're not that good. The, um, well, the Midnight Whistle in a minute. But um, the Raspberry Racers are good. And I would recommend picking them this year. But they're not that good. Mm. I think that's going to do it for today. Waf, well, why don't you, if you have anything else to say, say it, and then take us out for the show. Uh, I, I, I think that's it. I, I, uh, we can save more of our discussion about team picks uh, next week. So I think with that, that's going to be all. Roll on, Marvel Sports fans. <laughs>